Hey, this is Ed Corsi, and you're listening to Turley Talks Warriors. Episode 25 of the Surly Talks Warriors podcast brought to you by the legends at Ortex. Today we're joined by a player a lot of you have been asking to hear from, our starting winger and try scoring machine, Ed Cossey. Ed, cheers for jumping on, bro. Sweet. Thanks for having me. Final game of the year this Saturday against the Titans. How keen are you to get out there, get in a big performance and finish off the season with a win? No, I'm pretty keen to get out there um, once again at my smart. Um, yeah, finish. The, the year strong. I know it'll be a packed, um, packed stadium when we get back home. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, I think it was just announced it sold out with Vodafone giving away the free tickets. So, how cool is it to yeah. be able to finish off the year back home instead of being an Aussie like you have been the past couple of years? Um, yeah, it'll be awesome to finish back home, you know, um, finish the season strong and get ready for next year. Hopefully, we get that dub and, um, yeah, finish off the year strong. That's the one, Brian. We'll touch on the rest of the season shortly, but let's go back to how things started for you because you were born and raised in Auckland. So can you tell us a bit about how you first got introduced to league and who was your junior club? Um, so, yeah, my story's a bit not like, as you could say uh, I'm a bit of a late bloomer. I started um, in under-13s in many real Marlins in uh, mm-hmm. South Auckland. Um, then... I remember taking a couple of years off and then I moved to Mangere for high school. Then I played um, Club 44 Mangere East Hawks from under-14s up until Fox. And then um, got told about the open trials for the Warriors. I was maybe 18 at the time. Yeah. And um, yeah, everything just started from there. That's unreal. And you mentioned you were a late bloomer at a league. Did you play any other like sports growing up or were you just a bit late to get into it? Um, I didn't play any other sports, to be honest. Um, I think I was always, I always wanted to play league. That was my, like something I had in the back of my mind, but um, couldn't really, you know, get make any rip teams. I wasn't as good um, growing up. Uh, was always, you know, that one kid that was just there um, filling the spots, you oh, could say. But, yeah. <laughs> I was always happy to, um, you know, learn something from other players. I knew a lot of my friends were coming through development teams, like the development um, at the Warriors, and yeah. some of the other boys will sign off and get to to Oz teams. But, yeah, I was just happy to get to play footy, I guess. And you mentioned those open trials, bro. Were you nervous to just rock yeah. up and give it a crack? Or I guess you had nothing to lose. <laughs> um, yeah, like you were saying, nothing to lose. I remember funny story I seen um I seen on Instagram. I was scrolling through Instagram and I seen uh, an ad from the Warriors about the open trials there. Um and I just I was like, oh, Oh, I was uh, at the back of my mind. I still wanted to play footy, um, yeah. and I seen the ad, and I was like, "Well, nothing to lose. Might as well chuck my name in there." And um, I remember rocking up that day to the open trial thing of about like fifty to fifty plus boys, all in the same dream as me. Probably one day rocked um the Warriors jersey, and um, I, yeah, I remember turning up that day, all these boys, and um, I remember at the end of the day, I think um, I was spotted by Tony Edel sponge um yeah. he'd come up to me and pulled me aside and said um 
look what we're going to save you for. I didn't finish the game, but he's, I think he saw something and he was like, oh, we're going to save you for the second day, which was the Sunday um, for the closed trial. That first day was an open trial. So, yeah, pulled me aside and said, look, we're going to save you for the closed trial. And that is another story. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. And look at you now. Unreal. And uh, you mentioned you came up through the system. You played Jersey flag and then reserve yeah. grade. But I think you got your first taste of similar to NRL footy with the nines back in 2020. So how was that, bro? Yeah. And do you think the nines should come back in the future? Is it a tournament you enjoyed? Um, I don't know who doesn't enjoy nines? Nines fast, you know. It's yeah. um, good event for, you know, the fans who want to see um, players throughout the preseason to see the how are they going? I reckon, um, yeah, I, I didn't mind the nines. Nines was good experience for myself. Uh, I remember I was in Perth, so it's pretty long flight to Perth Hard. Um, from Auckland. Yeah, but um, yeah, Perth was different, man. It's hot weather's way different to to Auckland weather. So, nah, yeah, that experience was um for myself personally was was cool. Tough on the lungs too, I bet in that heat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and in the big ones. And 2020 was said to be a big year for you with your development in the Canterbury Cup, but then it got cancelled because of the old COVID-19. So how disappointing was that, bro, to have that cancelled and kind of miss an opportunity to push to develop even further? Yeah, um, 2020 was a bit of a personally a, a, a weird year for, for myself. Um, I do recall the we played, I think, round one, we played Newcastle Knights. Um, and uh, after that game, in round, um, yeah, round one, 2020, there was news about the Warriors not being able to come back home to Auckland, uh, back to New Zealand. So yeah. um, at the time, I was a bit, like, um, shocked. Um, so I was just thinking about family and, like, uh, maybe, like, when is the next time I want to see my family? So... For myself, uh, at the at the time at the time I was um, on a training trial um, contract. Um, looking back at it now, I kind of regret coming back home because um, it, it would have been nice like to stay and to, like learn, like sort of work on my craft throughout that 2020 season. And yeah, like I said, I kind of regret coming back home because it kind of put a stop on my development. And, um, yeah building into 2021 is something I always, you know, think about when maybe what if, the what if in um, 2020. Yeah, that's fair, Brian. You mentioned building into 2021. I think you travelled over to Aussie to start off kind of that pre-season, off-season training with the team. Yeah. So how did you find that, bro? Was that your first kind of pre-season with the NRL side? And as are they as hard as everyone says they are? Because all the boys, they blow up deluxe yeah. saying how tough the training oh. is. <laughs> Um, yeah, I remember that year, um, that wasn't my first preseason because I, I, I did the 2019 into the 2020 season preseason. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, well, you say, the boys <laughs> don't blow it up. Well, preseason's pretty tough, man. Um, heaps are running, you know, the lungs give out, um, you know, body's fatigued, but yeah, now nah, that 2020 to 2021 preseason was, yeah, pretty tough for myself, I think. Having to, to move over to Australia, yeah. um, no family at the time. Um, but for, for, for myself, I think it was a good um, experience. Kind of, um, being one of the young players going over, experiencing what life is like um, in a different country. And then 
also the weather plays plays a role um, in itself too. Yeah, you're not used to running in the forty degree heat. Yeah, um, especially in Tamworth uh, where we were at the time. So yeah, it's different. Um, yeah, different experience for myself. That's crazy. And 2021 saw so you start off the season playing for Redcliffe alongside some other Warriors lads like Vili Vailea, the Kepu Twins, before getting the call up to the NRL side after some impressive performances from the Dolphins. So how was it being back in the Queensland Cup? And do you think playing for Redcliffe kind of set you up well to take that next step up into the NRL? Um, yeah, I, I thought um, playing at Redcliffe um, in the Q Cup was my first so that yeah, my first year in, in Q Cup, uh, I did play reserve grade in the New South Wales Cup, and I kind of felt there was a difference between the two comps. Um, difference being, I think Q Cup's a lot faster compared to New South Wales Cup. I'm not sure now, but I felt like at the time Q Cup was pretty fast. Um, yeah, and playing for Redcliffe was sort of uh, like you were saying, it was it was good for my development. Um, I think I was. Three, four games into um, the season before my actual debut and first grade, but yeah, I think the when I was down in Redcliffe was yeah good for my sort of progress uh, progression into uh, first grade. And you mentioned the debut, bro. That came in round eight, 2021 against the Cowboys at Central Coast Stadium. And debut games are always a special moment. So how did you find out you're going to be making your debut? And how proud of a moment was that for you and your family, bro? Um, It's a fun, yeah, this one's a funny story. So (laughs) um, I remember my debut came probably like a two-hour notice to me. Oh. I was yeah getting ready for for that um that game that game day I I was told I was going to warm up um so usually when I when I get told I'm going to warm up I just thinking oh I'm not going to play you know today I'm uh. going to go warm up and then go sit on the in the stands and watch the boys but um I remember um Brownie uh, Nathan Brown was coach at the time he come up to me into my room and was like um. I think you're going to debut today, but and I was like shocked. I didn't know what to think. Yeah, I didn't say anything to him. I think at the at the time, but I was just like, oh man, it's yeah. it's going to happen. This is this is real. Um, and then I remember walking into the team room before we left to the stadium. Um, he told the boys that I was going to debut, and I think that's when it started to hit me like, yeah, this is this is real, man. It's time to go. That's crazy. And did it almost help not knowing so far in advance? Because I guess you didn't have much time to get nervous or anything, eh? Um, oh, I, feel, I still I still felt nervous. Eh? It was like after they t- he told the boys and they were like, yeah, yeah, like, you know, hyping me up and stuff like that. Yeah. When we got to the stadium, I think that's when the nerves start, um, did start to kick in. Um, but yeah, once we got out for warm-up and was warming up, I felt like... Um, I was in the zone, you know, as you could say. And I felt like, yeah, this is, it's real. It's going to happen. And when I went into the game, I just had to get that first carry. Yeah. And then all the nerves just kind of flushed away. It's just another normal game. That's how I had to think of it. And you guys got the win too, 24-20. I think the Cowboys came racing back into the game late, yeah. but you managed to hold on. Did you have a moment from that yeah. game where you thought, man, I'm in first grade now. Was there someone that hit you or anything where you thought, shit, this is the big leagues? Um, I think, yeah, at that time in the second half, there was a bit of 
when they were coming like a late surge back, I felt like because they were putting on the points. I think they did start to um, hit my edge because they knew that I was on debut. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think yeah, it was you of, and Rocco uh, as well, eh? Coming down. Yeah. yeah, young right edge. Um, I think they did start to throw a bit of shape uh, down our edge and um, they were scoring points. And at the time, I was thinking, man, I, I don't want to lose on my debut. It would be <laughs> nice to to get the win. But um, yeah, yeah. luckily at the end there, we um, finished the, um, finish the game with the two points, which is, you know, to top it off my debut, crazy debut. That's unreal, bro. And you went on to play five NRL games that year, scoring your first try as well against the Bulldogs, I think, off the back of a nice long ball from old Reese Walsh. How cool of a moment yeah. was that for you, bro, your first NRL try? Oh, I was over the moon, I think. I played, like, uh, that was my last game of that year, 2021, and to score a try, um, yeah, on my last game, of the year was pretty cool. I was what I always wanted to. I wanted to score a try in my previous matches, but you know, wasn't putting myself in a position to score. But when I did score against the um the Bulldogs that game, I was I was so stoked. I was happy as. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine, bro. And then twenty twenty two, so you start the season with Redcliffe before getting the call up for yeah. the Warriors to take on the Broncos in round four. And from there, you strung together four straight starts before a bit of a tough night against the Storm. But every player has those days, bro. So I guess, how hard was it for you to bounce back from that game mentally? Because you went on to play some unreal footy for Redcliffe in the following weeks. But I can imagine it's a bit hard to reset and get going again. Yeah, um, yeah, like you were saying, it was for myself, it was, yeah, a tough patch in um, my career. After that game, I was, felt like I went into my shell a bit and kind of like lacked that confidence. Um, when I did get dropped back down to reserve grade and um, when I went back to ready, I knew that, you know, it's either go into your shell and not want to work or go the hard way and just work hard and try to earn your spot back into the team. And I I felt like I was, you know, for the nine or ten weeks that I wasn't reclose, I felt like I found myself again. Um, and I was playing some good footy, which was <laughs> helped me um, put my hand up. And I remember I did get the call up against Parramatta, my first game back since that. Um, the shocker and on Anzac Day and um, I was real nervous, man. I, yeah. I didn't know what to expect. I was like, man, I can't have another Anzac Day game. No, I was going to mention that one, bro, because I think it was 11 rounds later. You come back, you rip up against yeah. Paris, score a try. That must have been like a massive relief for you, bro, and a real confidence boost. Oh, 100%. Um, I remember after the game, you know, despite the loss, I, I, I felt like I did enough to maybe put my hand up again for future games and I did have a chat to Stace after the game and he felt like it was a strong performance for for um, for myself against the Eels so um, I think I did take a risk the next round against the Raiders when we flew down to Canberra but then I got the call up again a late call up again against Melbourne when we headed back home so um when I was told the news about the Melbourne game, um, when we were back home, uh, yeah, it was kind of like, a, as you could see, a bit of a vengeance game for me. It's proved people that 
prove people wrong and prove people to people that I could, you know, play um, first grade and that I belonged in the team. You mentioned it. You got back to Mount Smart. That was your first game there too for the Warriors. So how was that, bro? Would have been a yeah. huge buzz, no doubt, to run out in front of a massive yeah. crowd, probably your friends and family too, and carve it up. Must have been a pretty cool feeling. Oh, it was unreal. Um, oh, you know, as a young Kiwi boy, you always, when you do watch footy and you do watch growing up and watching the uh, the Warriors, you dream of uh, playing on Mount Smart and to be able to run out into Mount Smart Pack Stadium. I was, I'll never forget the feeling, um, especially because I came up through the Jersey flag and cup. And um, yeah, when I did run out and the performance that I put on uh, was um, one I'll never forget. Well, you're being humble, bro, but three tries, yeah. a hat-trick against one of the best sides in the competition. That must be right up there in terms of one of your favourite games of your career so far because it definitely looked like you were enjoying yourself that night. Oh, enjoying myself. And, uh, yeah, all I had to like I always say, I just, all I have to do is just pin the ears back in here for the corner um, the, of the hard work that the boys do in the middle. So, um, for me, that, that game was, yeah, just, I reckon, all about just doing my job and sticking to the process and just putting myself in the position to score tries. <laughs> That's the one, bro. And someone actually asked about your try celebration after the second try. They asked if it was you playing the piano, but I think it was the keyboard <laughs> and then and then telling the haters just to be a bit quiet. Was yeah. that what it was, bro? Just a bit of a statement? Um, yeah, that, that try celebration came. I was... Just came natural, I think. Yeah. After the disappointment on, on Anz- at the Anzac Day game, and then having to play the team from that day, um, when I did go before that try, just came natural. Just a bit of the keyboard and a yeah. bit of a shush to, to the um, keyboard warriors. Here. Um, that kept them quiet for maybe a week or so. <laughs> for sure, bro. Good on you. There's way too many of them, so I rate it, man. <laughs> And since then, you've locked down the starting number five jersey, playing outside of Marcelo for most of your games because he shifted into centre. So how have you found teaming up with Mars? Because both of you are strong ball runners. You both give it 100%. Have you enjoyed playing outside him? Oh, 100%. Uh, Mars is one of those players you know you can rely on. And um, Mars has been that player that I know I can go to for advice on not only footy, but um, things outside of footy. Um, I know that he's a he's a really good person. So um, to be able to play outside of Mars, I know he's played centre um, early in his career. So um, when I do team up with Mars on that left edge, I get chats before games. Or so I feel so comfortable because I know that someone in, inside me is I, I I know I can count on. And he's reliable. So um, yeah, to be able to play with Mars is, just makes my game so much easier. Um, I just feel comfortable on that left wing. And you've played two games at Mount Smart so far, scoring five tries in total, which is unreal. How much of a lift does it give you and the boys playing back at home? And how cool of it is a feeling to just score at Mount Smart? I bet, like you mentioned, dream come true stuff. Yeah, um, well, when you're at home, you get that home advantage and you get the crowd behind you. They get They keep you going, so... Um, we haven't had much of that this year. I mean, having been based in Australia and 
most most games are away games. You 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 kind of get the the crowd booze and stuff like that. So yeah. having to go home play um, off the back of the crowd, um, yeah, it's unreal feeling. It kind of boosts you, like you were saying. It, it boosts um, the performance of it, and um, yeah, when you do cross the line and you do you do score tries, it's oh, it's unreal. The boy, the the the, the crowd, the noise, just yeah, just really lifts you. And as a result, bro, I've nicknamed the left corner of Mount Smart Cossie's Corner. So surely we'll see a couple more meat pies from you in that corner this weekend. Oh, 100%. Uh, <laughs> Cossie's Corner. <laughs> I don't know. Um, hopefully, yeah, do you get to cross over again um, this weekend? Um, yeah, but that'll be just um, for myself. Yeah, just again, just trying to build off um, strong performances and just yeah if hopefully I do cross the line it'll be nice it's <laughs> the one bro and you've played on both the left and the right wing for the Warriors is there a yeah. side you prefer over the other um I don't have a I don't really have a preference um yeah. I don't mind playing on both wings but um most of my 20s and reserve grade for the Warriors I've played on the left so I feel a little bit um, comfortable on, on the left than I do on the right but I, I don't mind I can, I can play both edges Yeah nice and as I mentioned last game of the season this week so kind of what are the steps from here for the boys obviously you kick into off season but do you know when pre-season starts already for 2023? Um, yeah they've kind of already started to whisper around uh, oh, pre-season no. uh, starts <laughs> yes. yeah so you got a bit of head noise before the the off season started so yeah I think they try to plant the seeds so you're not, <laughs> you know, eating too much and yeah. stuff like that in the off-season. But, um, yeah, there have been um, a few whispers about um, starting dates. I know for myself, I'll be heading back into pre-season on the first week. So, um, yeah, get ready for 2023. And how different do you reckon it'll be being back in New Zealand next year, bro, and for pre-season? Is that going to be like a bit mm. of a relief for you to be back in your home country? Yeah, a bit of a... If you say, um, like a stability for the boys. I know um, most boys are, are from NZ, so it will be nice to head back home and have a preseason, um, full preseason back at home since the COVID, um, COVID hit. So it'll be good for the boys to come together and yeah, hit preseason, get preseason under underway in New Zealand, and you know, um, build towards twenty twenty three. Sure, and a few quick-fire questions for you now, bro. A bit more chilled. What are your favourite things to do outside of footy? What will you be doing in the off-season, you reckon? Uh, to be honest, I, I don't I don't really do much outside of footy. Um, I do attend a lot of church. Um, I'm a bit religious boy myself, so yeah. I do attend a lot of um, church events um, during the off-season. It's kind of something I do away from footy. Yeah, nice. Keeps me grounded as well. And then my parents yeah, <laughs> want me sure. to stay grounded. So, um, yeah, I don't do much. Probably just eat heaps. <laughs> nah, good on you, bro. And do you have any uh, pre-game superstitions or rituals, bro? Anything weird you have to do before a game every week? Um, I don't think so. But, yeah, I think I may have, like, a little things I wear. So... I don't know if you've seen it, but I I, I always got to wear the um the tights under my shorts. Yeah, it's like real real weird stuff. Um, 
I always put my left sock on before the right, <laughs> yeah. left boot, right boot, like those little things, you know. Um, then I always got to take um, certain, like I don't want to, I want to drink something before I head out to the game. Just yeah. little stuff like that that, you know, try, <laughs> I think helped me for the game. But yeah, other than that, nah, not really superstitious about stuff before games. Fair enough. And your favorite players to watch in the NRL? Do you watch much footy, bro, when you're not playing, or do you just kind of get away from it? Um, I do watch a bit of footy. I try. I tend not to watch too much, you know, especially experienced wingers like the likes of Josh Adekar stuff like that. Um, we we don't have similar playing styles. He's probably the quickest player in the NRL, but I always try to watch. Um, his game just positional wise and things he's doing off the ball I try to um, yeah watch uh, for those little things yeah nice and if you could play any other sport professionally bro what would it be do you watch any other sports um, I'm into my American sports uh, yep. NBA um, and the NFL I, I know I watch a, a bit of that um, I do like to play a little bit of 2K as well so I reckon yeah, if I was to play another sports I'd probably rip up the 2K Yo, probably man. NBA. Who's your team, bro? <laughs> Who's your team? Um, I, I don't really support um a specific team or like pick. Um, I always just I just watch like basketball and yeah. I'm a bit of a fan of just the game in, in itself in general. Yeah, right there. And who's the biggest joker or pest in the team, bro? This is your chance to pay out one of the boys. Who's the most annoying? <laughs> um, oh. The, I don't want to say this because I'm the, I'm one of the young boys and he'll be like, hey, but um, I know one of the pests in the team, I, I'm pretty sure his name's come up as Jazz. Oh, every he's week, really, bro. A, every <laughs> week. <laughs> yeah, Jazz, bit of a pest, bro. It's always you know, on the boys' case. Um, I'm going to have to say this as well, a little bit of Reese, bit yeah. of a pest, cheeky fella. Probably those two names probably stand out the most. Yeah, they come up heaps, bro. What a joy. <laughs> and if you weren't a professional athlete, bro, what would your dream job be? Ooh, dream job. Uh, to be honest, I couldn't. I, I can't answer that one. I, I've always wanted to be a footy player. This yeah. probably has always been my dream to play in the NRL. I don't know if I've had any other backup plans <laughs> for after footy. So, no, nah, I couldn't tell you, man. <laughs> Fair, you've made it happen, bro. So that's unreal. A few uh, listener questions for you, bro. First one comes through from Shannon Bagnell and says, yeah. who was your league idol growing up? League idol? Um, I, I have I have a few um, in my list. Um, one of them is Greg Inglis. Yeah. Um, unreal, just freakish. Yeah, for sure. Just does um, things, just makes things out of nothing on the footy field. Um, another one of them will be Roger, um, yeah. Rog. Even having to lace up um, the boots again uh, with Rog last year was, um, yeah, a, a dream come true for myself. So who doesn't look up to um, look up to Rog? Hard out. And um, another one will probably be Jared Hain. Unreal. <laughs> Yeah, some razzle in there, bro. I rate it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the next one's from Ben Fox, and he says, what are your goals for 2023, and do you want to be a warrior long-term? Goals for 2023? Um, for myself, next year, um, I wanted to, I know in pre-season, I wanted to have a 
much more um, impact next year. Um, personally, I want to come back a little bit, um, cut down on my weight, and it's a little bit up at the moment um, as as the year goes on and at the back end of the year. So, and then um, on the off season, I won't be I won't be sitting around too much. I'll be going to um, start my pre pre season before it nice, actually starts. Man. So, I know next year I want to trim down and um, yeah, be a lot more valuable to the team. I guess just don't want to be one dimensional. Um, yeah, that's probably one of my goals is just to add a bit of impact to the to the boys to the team. Nice, right there. And the last one's from Itaparangi, and he says, how did you manage to recover so well from all the broken ankles I dished you in basketball? <laughs> Eddie, yeah. oh. uh, I remember um, game, um, Eddie's from, he trained um, our under-20s team. Yeah. And there's a, there's a basketball, basketball um, rim outside the, the changing room. Um, I don't know if you've seen that yourself, yeah. but we are, um, I remember one day we were playing uh, basketball and just dishing out the ankle breakers dirty. <laughs> Rough. Got him, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the one, bro. Well, that's it from me, bro. So thanks heaps for jumping on. Brina, unreal to hear a bit more about your story and excited to see you and the boys finish the season on a high this weekend. So go well, bro, and all the best for the Titans. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it.